What a tremendous episode of UFC Unfiltered. We have, of course, myself and Matt Serra. We discussed the election. We talked to Tyron Woodley. And the highlight is, of course, I'm so happy that uh, Ricardo Lamas stopped in today. And then I humiliate myself by thinking that a move that Diego Sanchez did. And then I compliment him on his fight with Rich Franklin. And he reminded me that that was Chuck Liddell. Stick around. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Hi, oh, Jimmy. Hello, my pal Matt. How are you? Oh, wait. Is his mic on? It is. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it's on. What is going on? What are you doing to my mic? And the music. Why are you muting my mic? Stop muting my mic. There you go. Well, Chris really wants to take over. Chris produces just shitting on the beginning of the show, making editorial decisions. You know what it is? Ever since uh, President-elect Trump, now fucking the whole system's falling apart. I think everything's crazy now. Look at that. The the mics don't work. For Pete's sake, we have a busy show, my friend. Hey man, I'm psyched. Psyched. Hold on, let me press we the got, button. Let, let me just let everybody know what we got going on. We got uh, Tyron Woodley, uh, the welterweight champion, great, great champion, fighting this Saturday here at UFC uh, in New York. And uh, what is it? Two which, you, which, you have, uh, which you have tickets to. Matt, thank you to Matt, You're and welcome. thank you to Dana. I know Matt threw his weight around. I still got to get a badge. No. Yeah, no, I, well, listen, let's not push it. We have an in-studio uh, <laughs> guest, finally. I'm, I'm happy about this. Ricardo Lamas, I tough mean, motherfucker, man. Tough motherfucker, really nice guy, and uh, I really, really uh, enjoyed his fight the other night. Versus Charles Oliveira. Oh, my God, yeah. Missed weight by almost nine pounds. 10 pounds. Yeah, by nine pounds. And... Uh, and that was a great fight, and and it was, he had to uh, overcome some uh, some bad. He had to escape some bad positions. He did early in that first did. round, yes. And I like that. I just like I equally am impressed by guys um, calm under fire and and defense in really shitty positions, and how to how to just be poised and just wait for the right opportunity to escape and defend the right way, and then come back and win and get your own submission. I mean, that was phenomenal. That guillotine was excellent. And that was versus a guy that that knows the floor. Yes. So that was fuck. That was that was a fun fight. I can't wait to have him in here. We're gonna bullshit with him. I gotta be honest too. We have a bit a bit of bad news. Oh, um, I don't like that. I don't like bad news. The uh, Rashad Evans Tim Kennedy fight, which I was very much looking forward to, <sighs> is not happening. We spoke to both of them. I was. It's well, heartbreaking for yes. uh, that because that's a fight that I really wanted to see. But Rashad is not going to be licensed. They said there's an MRI result, so hopefully Rashad is okay. I don't know what it is that yeah. that can that can cause these things to happen. But I like Rashad as a guy very very much. And it's nothing shady, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. Exactly. That's it's what's important to know. Legitimate so. medical, uh, legitimate and, medical. And thing. Dana tweeted out a picture of him saying that he's not able to fight. But look at this. He looks like a, and he, he looked like a beast. He yeah, in really good shape, and we spoke to him on here, and he had a he, he was a great interview on he's here. He's a great guy. He's a and fun he was guy. really really honest and and uh, just about about life in general. And uh, that's a bummer. That's yeah. a bummer because he seemed really psyched about this fight. Yeah, good luck to Rashad. I hope he's okay. And uh, you know, maybe it's just one of those things that will happen to a fighter. It could just be like a, t- a torn knee, whatever it is. I mean, I just, there's a million. I'm not going to speculate. Uh, I just belched up my kale chips. It's all right. So what do you think they do there? They just put is there another fight? I don't they know. Put I don't, on? They have I don't, three days. I don't know. If are there any two guys worth? But well, there might be two guys who are going to fight that were ready to fight. 
Too bad Cowboy's already on this card because he's always ready to fucking fight. You could literally, Cowboy could be taking yeah. a shit the night of the fight. They'd be like, you want to come in yeah. and fight? He'd just get on a plane and come fight. I don't think he's doing that at, at, at a buck 85, though. Yeah, let's see if there's anybody who, well, he's already on the card anyway. He isn't. Who's that? Uh, Cowboy Serrano. Oh, yes. He's fighting uh, Calvin Gaslam. Yes. Uh, oh, I forget how many good fights. There's so many good fights on this on this card that you forget, oh, shit, that's there too, and that type of thing. How many but I was looking forward to that. that I know. And, and fucking. Uh, well, maybe they can make, do that on another another date. You do know? they get anybody maybe who is ready to fight Tim Kennedy? I don't know, man. I don't know who's stepping up to fight that fucking killer. Yeah, he fucking, really is. A beast. Four days notice, whatever it is. But, hey, listen, on a positive note. Somebody may do that for the money, though. Oh, yeah. Just to be on that fucking card? Yeah, sure, somebody. Man. I bet you Dana wants somebody. He'll get somebody. They got uh, Anderson oh, yeah. on three days' notice. It's true. For 200 true. Yeah, I don't think they're going to try to replace it, yeah. but I mean, my guess was maybe Nick Diaz is flying around there. All well, right. My, and my thing is, yo, he's, it's, this is on the undercard, too. Not to be a dick. I mean, it's a fucking big card. FS1, right? Yeah. That is. And I mean, so I'm, saying, so I'm saying it's a little different than... Uh, I think that time Anderson stepped up when we needed like a, a main event or a co-main event, but at the same time, we got a lot of a lot of fights, man. A lot of fights. Uh, Longo's coming into the city today, not over here to visit us. Why? Man, he's a fucking Longo prick. doesn't like me. That's what it is. <laughs> I go. He's a prick. He's not a prick. The guy's my best friend, Longo. He he's like, like I love that guy. But uh, oh, the best was the other day when we had Weidman on. Yeah. He goes, "You prick! I heard you guys were attacking me," <laughs> and I'm like, "What are you talking about? Yeah, my show and get no guests." <laughs> I go, what are you talking about? I mean, like, I forgot, but I totally remember. You do. <laughs> and I, had, oh, you I, I have such a good time breaking his balls. Yeah, yeah. You need, that's what friends are do. Yeah, it's like you breaking Colin Quinn, Quinn's balls, but this guy's nowhere near as funny as Colin Quinn. Yeah, that but he can funny. beat Colin Quinn up badly. You put a stick in his hand. Oh, people keep asking for me to tweet the, the Yes, uh, the you video. promised, Matt. I'm not going to do it unless Longo gets back in studio, people. a boy. How about that, Jimmy? How about Chris? you start bullying right? Longo on Twitter? Well, I understand. <laughs> Listen, he's got his priorities straight. He yeah, what? Come... Weidman's fighting. Yeah, so much more important. Weidman's get in here and do the, the podcast. Way, Weidman's on the way back to the belt, so he, he didn't come in in a couple of days. And I was good. And I didn't push him because I love Chris, and we, and we should be selfish about Chris even... You know, he's a fair weather podcast friend. Longo, he's a he, he is, only comes on when someone's well. Let me tell you, the guy the the, when the guy does uh, hold pads for for Kevin James or he has to go to a private at Kevin James's house, he does fucking put me right the voicemail if that means anything. He does privates at Kevin you know? James's house. You know what a private oh, is when a porn star fucks for money. That's what, <laughs> does she do privates? Can what? Kevin? That's what they call a private. Well, I don't think that's what Longo's doing. I hope not. Him and Kevin together. Jesus, no. that'd be hot. I heard Kevin can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> So I wonder if Kevin I bet Kevin that little stocky Long Island oh. motherfucker He probably hits hard Fuck, Kevin man. James probably punches oh, hard There was a time Longo was walking around And we got tape of it Before one of uh, Chris's fights With a straight up black eye A black eye man. Oh, a black eye I, know, I think he's I, a straight I, up black eye like, I know oh, I know fine. I, I, I thought it came out like friends. that too and You're like Don't judge him Yeah <laughs> Did that black guy have tits? Yeah No Jimmy It's not one of yours <laughs> Not one of my ladies <laughs> Oh shit! I get I get lightheaded. I don't know why I get lightheaded when I fucking you make me laugh. Thank you. But uh, what was I up to about fucking Longo talking about with a guy um, with tits? Oh no, a black eye, a black Jimmy. Eye, yes. Not a black eye. Oh fuck! I don't. <laughs> I don't you got me having the giggles now. Uh, Kevin James punched him in the fucking face. Wow. They were sparring. Sure. Yeah. Kevin hit hard. I guess so. Yeah, he says he hits hard. Longo's like, I got a black eye. You guys fucking. So he's, he's a striking he's, coach, and he's showing Kevin how to throw some punches. Oh, yeah. Well, they, yeah, listen. All I know is that he big times me. <laughs> Look, I love it. We get right back into attacking Longo. That's well, nothing to do with anything. You're hurt. My thing was he's in the city today because he's doing something with Chris. I don't know if it's an open workouts or whatever it is, 
But he's going to be there today. You know, I might stop over and see them after this. By the way. Want to uh, come with me? Want to be a plus one? I can't. Oh, thanks, I'm buddy. shooting something today. I don't want to hang out with you anyway. Oh, I want love you. All right, Jimmy. I'm sorry. There's a, uh, we have to, I'm happy and I'm sad. By the way. Why? What's up? John Jones. Oh. We knew he did not uh, cheat. Uh, but wait, not what, a what, drug what, cheat. But wait. But the, the, the bad news, fucking, look, USADA, I get it. Their job is to clean up the sport, to make guys responsible for their own behavior. Uh-huh. But I, I think he said it was a Cialis, and boy, have I taken those. And, you know, maybe it was yeah. irresponsible of him. But the motive of USADA is to clean up the sport. A guy who takes a dick pill to go and fuck. I mean, what are you doing giving a guy a year <laughs> off? Come on, what the fuck? Did, the you, ever, did you ever see the movie? You never saw the movie This Is 40. I did not. You should. I mean, listen, th- that movie is what, kind of what it's like to be married. It is. And in the beginning of the movie, Paul Rudd is fucking. Uh, he's fucking his wife in in the in the uh, in the shower, and she's like, oh, he's like, oh, isn't this great? And then she's like, oh, it's great. He's like, yeah, I, I took a Viagra, and then it fucking she stops, and she's just like, oh, you had to take a Viagra. He's like, oh, I thought you know, I'd say you know. I just supersize. She's like, I don't need you to supersize. I like you, you know, you you half soft cock, whatever uh-huh. she said. But the, the the and then later on, he's talking to his buddy, <laughs> and his buddy's going, "Listen, man, you can't tell her you took the, you can't tell her you took the Viagra. It's, it should be on the label that you can't tell him." I don't know. That's it's fucking funny. great. It's funny shit though, because it's true. You want them to feel, hey, man, you got me this excited. Yeah, you know, you also want to feel like my dick works this well. Yeah, hey, listen, I think when you get uh, like over forty, it can get a little, it can have some fucking. Uh, it's not going to be that like that fucking lightning. Rod. I've been taking them since my thirties. <laughs> have them. you? Matt, if I was, well, there's nothing wrong with super size. If they it. had them when I was eleven, I would have taken them. I love them. So you he pop, took you one. Pop him like fucking skittles. Ah, I love him. Yeah. So John took one. He said he released a statement saying that he did respect the process and he's pleased in Usada's investigation that determined I was not a cheater of the sport. I think a lot of people owe John Jones an apology for implying that he was a cheater. You could say what he did was dumb or maybe careless, but the fucking guy does not cheat. He did not cheat. Mm. Oh, who's on the phone? Uh, Tyron Woodley. Oh, oh, hi, Tyron. Oh, how are champ. you? Sorry, buddy. How, champ, how are you? It's Jim and Matt. Doing great. How you guys doing? Very good, man. How are you feeling a uh, week of the fight? I feel awesome, man. I feel awesome. Glad to be here finally and uh, getting this thing done. Nice. You're here. You're 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 in New York. Yeah, I'm still in New York. I mean, if I wasn't in New York, that'd be a problem. Yeah, I guess that's right. <laughs> when did you, when did you get into town? Uh, I got in town Monday, actually. Do you, you feel well rested? In? Do you feel what? What time did you go to bed last night? Because it was a weird night. I think yeah, I was trying to get some low key inside info for Wonder Boy. Huh? Oh, oh <laughs> shit! Oh, now I'm, I'm sensing. Last night. Oh, this is half a breakfast. How long have I been in town? What? <laughs> Listen, seriously though, seriously, champ. What's what's the game plan? Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, we won't say. Anything. Tell me exactly what. Tell me exactly what you're gonna do. <laughs> Listen, one the boy's not that good at passing. Jump the guard. See what's gonna happen. Let's just fuck it. Jump the guard. Show you have some arm locks. He, yo, listen, hey, champ, you probably talked to my buddy Dean Thomas, and I was on here, and I like to break his balls, and he knows I'm, I'm buddies with Wonder Boy, so I don't know if you spoke to him. <laughs> Is that what I'm sensing? Did you speak to him? I, I might have got an inside, inside too. <laughs> Uh, yeah well dean thomas dean thomas is a character as you know so don't take my ball breaking with dean as any disrespect because you know you know i like you buddy good good i got bigger skin than that 
Good, good. You need to as a fighter. You know that deal with Twitter nowadays. Oh, you need sure. thick skin. You know, I was only asking because it was like I get up to do radio in the morning. I get up at like uh, seven, which is early. And, uh, you know, I was watching election results and I went to bed finally at one o'clock. I couldn't wait anymore. It's like they, it was just a slow, yeah. slow process. So I was wondering, did you actually stay up and watch all of it? Or at one point, did you just go, I'll check Twitter in the morning? Yeah, I did that. I just said, you know, it was close, and people like the whole neighborhood was going crazy. People walking around down the street with M16s. So I just decided that hey, whoever's the president tonight is going to be the president in the morning. So I'll just wait and um, check Twitter. So when you woke up, is that the first thing you did, or did you give yourself a little time to have breakfast first, or whatever? Uh, I just, I, mean, I definitely had breakfast. <laughs> had breakfast and just kind of chilled out and. Now, um, we got in the car on the way to open work. I'm like, so is Trump the president officially or are they still going? He's like, no, he's the president. So it was just, um, I, I didn't get a chance to really uh, register and put it out, soak it all in. Well, it's kind of nice to have something to do. Like, you know, you had to go do an open workout. It's it's better, you know, to just, all right, I'll, I'll just go and think about it later. I got this. It's nice to kind of be preoccupied sometimes. Oh, for sure. You know, that, that definitely helps out. Um, so many fights in this car, you know, we all out here, you know, doing media and stuff. So that helped out. You probably can even hear the, the horns beeping and the fire trucks in the background. So it's a lot of distractions here in um, New York that, that keep you occupied. Are you outside right now or are you indoors? I'm indoors. I'm in my hotel, but I'm right by my window so I can hear all the all the horns honking. It's amazing the traffic you guys are used to that. It's like background noise to you guys. You guys are used to that. We, we really are. You, you do get very used to like the fire trucks and it just doesn't keep you up after a while. And when you don't hear it, it feels weird. And then every little teeny sound sounds like a guy with a fucking hammer coming into your bedroom. So I prefer to hear the outside noise. Oh, I agree. You've been I, to can, New- I can take the outside noise. You've been to New York a bunch? Champ or no? Uh, not a lot. You know, I got family here, so I, I've been here a few times, but... um. Um, not not a ton. Um, now, Wonderboy did say that you were breaking already, and the fight hasn't even started yet. And uh, he said you could he could tell when you guys stood in front of each other uh, that you were looking at the crowd, and he could tell that you were breaking. Going back and watching that, that you're thinking a little bit too much into this, and we'll see how it affects you on the night of the fight. Why would he say that you're breaking? Uh, he said that when we did a face off, I was looking at the crowd. Yeah, he I'll, I'll, the exact quote. Sorry, he said this guy's breaking already. The fight hasn't even started yet. I could tell when we went out and stood in front of each other and he's looking at the crowd, I could tell. Going back and watching that, he's thinking a little bit too much into this and we'll see how it affects him in the fight. Man, I think it's the opposite. I think he's thinking a little too much into it. Like, I've been on a lot of big shows and there's been a lot of big crowds. Even before this, I've been on big shows in NCAA where, you know, people are cheering or booing. So that's not going to affect me. And maybe it's affecting him that he would even, you know, bring it up. I'm thinking about game plan i'm thinking about fighting i'm not thinking about hey you know whether i was looking at the crowd if my eye blinked but when we faced off and every time we're in public together he's so nice and so want to shake hands and give one the love and then all of a sudden on interviews i'm breaking he in my head i'm not ready and like i i say the same stuff no matter what I mean, whether you sit next to me or you know you and zamunda i'm gonna say the same thing do you, during a face-off, um, d- does that, like, when a guy looks you in the eyes, like, certain guys say that they can see if they break you during that moment, and some guys feel like it's not important at all? Uh, I do think it's important. I do think you can see if a guy's nervous, if a guy's ready, if a guy's about to come and bring you, you know, hell in the octagon. 
and you know, I did see something when I faced off him for the first time at um at the first at the presser. So uh, I'll keep that to myself, but it's the opposite of what he's portraying. Have you had moments in your career where you see something a guy does, like he looks down and you realize this guy is afraid? That's a, that's a Mike Tyson. Yeah, I've had right those there. moments. I've never been wrong about him either. You know? So I, I've had those moments. I've also had those moments where guys look at me and I'm, I know I'm in for a war. I know they're about to come and bring it. I mean, that doesn't mean that you know I'm intimidated. That means I know what type of fight I'm into and that you got to rise to that occasion. And if I see somebody you know, looking like they don't want to fight, then I know I need to break them early. Um and by break them early, you mean early in the fight. You mean you just be very aggressive with them. No, I mean just get in, get in their face, and just make it, you know, a very brutal fight because they they obviously a little bit intimidated, and if they want to fold up at any point, then I can get in there and get it done. How's your weight cut going? It's going great. To be honest, everything is going great. Yeah, you, it, it, everything is on schedule. It's, it's got to suck though when you're in New York. There's so many great restaurants. So what are you going to do? Like on Saturday night. Are you just going to finally go out and, and eat in a good restaurant? Because there's so much you can't have while you're here. Yeah, you know, they, they have actual kitchen here. So we can go to like the Whole Foods and, and cook and things like that. You know, we haven't utilized it yet. But just in general, we got a lot of options uh, as far as food. And fight week, man, I'm not really thinking about food. Like, I'm not a fighter. It's like, oh, I'm so hungry. If there's anything that I would think about during fight week, maybe like just cold, freezing cold ice water and, mm. you know, so well, I was just chewing ice chips <laughs> to suffice that. Well, blood. You're thinking about blood, right? No. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Okay. I was trying to fire you up. You, and I don't think you was that kind of fighter either, man. I think you just, you know, was confident in your abilities. And you went out there and just did your deal. Who's that now? i you. Oh, me? I'm saying you. Oh, you I mean, I, you don't come off to me as a guy that had to, you know, eat a, uh, a freaking completely rare steak and rub blood on your face before you go out and fight. Looks like you just went out there and, you know, you did your deal. You got that totally wrong because that's exactly what I do. No, I'm only kidding. I don't do uh, that shit. <laughs> I, I was about to say, hey, I could be wrong. You're like, oh, I'm wrong. You're a fucking psychopath. Nah, I guess you know what it is? Like, especially with myself, uh, when I used to fight, like Longo, like he would try to keep it where if I'm sparring two or three times a week, he would try to pull it back a little bit where I'm like actually anxious. To sp- by the time it's fight night, I'm like, I'm anxious to spar again. Is yeah. that like, uh, I'm almost afraid to ask the champ any questions because he knows I work with Wonderboy. <laughs> okay, so I'm not trying, listen, this has I'm no hitting me. I'm not telling you shit, man, you already know that. <laughs> Are you sad? I'm trying to be quiet because I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm like. You're trying to disguise the questions. Hey, to, when's the fucking last time you sparred, champ? Stuff. Let me know. You, you uh, spar recently? Hey, just know I'm ready. <laughs> Jimmy, you got to conduct this thing. Wow, he's very guarded. He's very smart. He's the champion. Sometimes, like, hey, hey, champ, listen, sometimes, like, Eddie Alvarez spoke about this, like, and I did this myself. Like, Longo would, like, hold hold for me late at night. So you get used to fighting. Because sometimes guys get drowsy. They're in bed by, if they're fighting the main event or or co-main event, and they're... You know they're they're fighting at midnight or whatever. That's in the, they try to get like uh, acclimated to when they're going to be fighting. So they like go for a like Eddie was talking about going for a run at one in the morning. And I used to meet Longo down at the at, at his place at eleven thirty at night, holding pads for me and whatnot. Do you do you do some of that or no? Do you give? Yeah, the- you know I, I've I've been um I've been main event my last fight and I've been co main co main event uh, a few other fights before. So I'm used to just acclimating to the time zone. So whatever I need to do to get acclimated to that, I do. So I should be good. 
And uh, you did talk, now obviously you're not going to look beyond this fight because, you know, Thompson's a great fighter. But uh, you did talk about who it makes sense to get the next title shot if, if that is also is an option. And uh, you feel Damian uh, Maya deserves it, but uh, GSP, the idea of GSP is still out there. Do you think that's a diminishing idea, the fact that GSP is going to come back and fight? I like how you said I don't, I don't look ahead, but then we go to the question anyway. Well, well, well I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm asking you kind of in like a, not, not in a, <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I have the question here, but I just, you've, you've talked about it before. Um, yeah, you know, I'm just focusing on Wonderboy, to be honest, because this is such a historical moment. It'll be the first time, you know, that I actually get a chance to enjoy the fight afterwards. Enjoy, you know what? I just fought in Madison Square Garden, man. They legalized the sport finally. This was historical. I won the first, you know, male world title here in this event, and I'm just going to enjoy it. I didn't get a really, didn't really get a chance to enjoy it the last time, you know. Wonder Boy was right on the mic 20 seconds later talking about a fight, and everybody had who I should fight, when I should fight. Like, literally not even 10 minutes after I walked out of Octagon, I was already mentally supposed to be on to the next fight, and um, that's just what we've given our fans, and that's what they expect. At this time, I'm going to take some time for myself. I've seen Damian Maia in a, in a hotel. I know he's going to be sitting in the front row trying to be all, you know, curious eyes and let everybody know he thinks he got next. So uh, I'm just focusing on the fight, brother. Okay. Yeah, hey, me, man, when you're, you're the number one. You're the champ. You got that... Uh... You got that uh, that that mark on you where everybody's looking to to take you out, man. And and it, that's that's the thing about being the champ. It's not like oh man, I got another. I just defended my title, and now no everybody's gonna shut up. Now there's gonna be more people talking shit because they want that fight with you because everybody wants yeah. what you, they and, want what you. And have. I don't mind that. Yeah, I don't mind that. But you're thinking of the era like when you used to have a title, you used to see a champion defend his title twice a year. Yeah. Now champions are fighting four times a year, and that's because. Um, everything is so fast-paced. Like, he just fought, okay, he want to fight again. He want to fight this person. Yeah. And if the fighter is that kind of guy that want to just stay active and stay fighting, then, you know, it's a prerogative. But if a fighter also wants to say, hey, I'm not against fighting quick, but I don't have to tell you who I'm fighting tonight because at the end of the day, is it really our choice? Do we really just get to say, I'm fighting this guy? Like, at the end of the day, they can ask us who's next, what's next for you, but the UFC is really going to decide that. A hundred percent. I mean, I think I feel the UFC and, and it's smart. They encourage people after they fight to, uh, to, 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 to call out people to, to, to express who they want to fight. They like that, yeah. you know, but, uh, I'll but I'm tell already you. the champion. So it's like, you know, I'm already, I'm already at that spot. So mm -hmm. now it's just basically who the person I'm in the fight. And it's not like I'm gonna say, Hey, I'll fight this guy or I'll fight that guy. Because for me, just in the past, it hasn't fared well with the fans. They think that, you know, okay, I was trying to short change Warner Boy. Or, okay, I'm looking over this guy. So it's never going to play out well for me personally. So I just have learned to, you know, say, hey, glad to fight in the Madison Square Garden. Glad to retain my belt. This is awesome. I'm going to enjoy the family, you know, enjoy this moment. And then uh, we'll see what's next after that. And, and Tyne, you mentioned the uh, fighting in the garden. Obviously, the history there is so amazing. Uh, does it mean something extra because that's the building it's actually in? Oh, for sure. I mean, if anything, any extra pressure is going to be that for me personally. Just, just basically looking at the magnitude of the car, looking at who's fought on this, you know, this platform before. And yeah, I do. I do want to go up to, out there and freaking put on the show. I don't want to go out there and sneak it up, you know, because it's a big opportunity and everybody. We'll remember this initial car, the first one out here 
in Madison Square Garden, and um, I want to be one of the fights that stands out. So when you were growing up, when you were a kid, were you, were you a big boxing fan growing up? Huge boxing fan, man. Huge Who'd you, boxing fan. Who did you love? I just love watching Mike Tyson, to be honest. He was just so vicious, knocked everybody's head off. Um, you know, and they just I just couldn't imagine how one man can be that dominant and that, you know, that scary in a ring. Isn't it amazing about Mike Tyson, too? Because I still remember being bummed out when he lost. I remember where I was when I found out that he had lost that fight in Japan. <laughs> and he lost the title. I want to say it was it's 91 or is it 92 that he lost that belt. And he, Tyson holds this amazing mystique over people. Like, there's been a lot of champions since yeah. him. There's been guys like, uh, you know, who he could not dominate, like uh, like Lennox Lewis. And, uh, you know, it's amazing how Mike Tyson holds this special place. And I think it's what you just said. It's, it's the fact that he was running through people. And it's rare you get a chance to see somebody so dominant and with the potential for such greatness. I agree, 100%. Do you remember Ernie Shavers or are you too young? I think it's you, Ernie. No one knows Ernie Shaver. Here's my goal on this. Look him up on you. He was one of these, probably they said the hardest hitting heavyweight of all you time. You basically told everybody you owed his tail. They know that anyway, though. <laughs> they know that by my music references. Yeah, Somebody says, I went to a concert, and I said, did you see Creedence Clearwater Revival? They're like, no, you old douchebag. That's 1972. <laughs> but look up Ernie Shaver's hardest hitting heavyweight ever, and not one person on this podcast knows who Ernie Shaver's is. I'm going to have to fucking get off the Ernie Shaver's train. I'm really hurt. Well, man, good luck. You, you're, you're a great fighter, and we're really happy to see you fight. And uh, the co-main event, you against Stephen Thompson, uh, this Saturday, UFC 205. And, uh, you know, I, I know this is going to be a great fight. This is one of the ones I'm really, really looking forward to. Awesome, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks good for luck. talking to us, Aaron. Take care, champ. Bye-bye. Right, Peace. Yeah, right. no one knows Ernie Shavers, good. man. My, I'm telling you, Matt, <clears> you my, know, my goal is to get... You didn't know Ernie Shavers. No, but you Chris didn't me, know Ernie Shavers. You brought me back when you were talking about with Mike Tyson versus Buster Douglas. I remember exactly where I was. I was at a buddy's house party, and I was upstairs with a chick. And, uh, and the fight was on, and I just thought it would go the way it normally goes. You understand, mm, Jimmy? I do. But it didn't. I had a good night. I, I, was, was, a, I was a kid. Dude, I was bummed out. With Mike Tyson? Yeah. Well, I I, I, I might have got lucky that night. I don't know. I was I was at a house party. So long ago. I was, I was a kid. I was, like, seven, I was like 18, 17. I don't know what I was. You I was got up, you put your mouthpiece in backwards. She fucking really floored you. Oh, man. I had a good time. But then I came down and I heard about that. And I'm like, oh, I missed that. But ah, whatever. I'm young and I still got lucky. Yeah, as long as you get a loadout. <laughs> that really is all that matters. <laughs> Yo, that was funny, by the way, with... Uh, with the champ there. He always was a little uh, standoffish. Well, he's fight know? week too. Guys yeah, fight no, 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 no. I meant with me, with the, uh, but he had a good sense of humor about it. Because if you remember when Dean Thomas was, wait, were you, you weren't here. I wasn't here. Dean I, won't talk oh, to me. He doesn't like me. You weren't here when I was talking to Dean and Chris, the producer, remembers I was breaking his balls about Wonder Boy, like putting a foot in, in the champ's face and stuff. Well, but it's all in fun. Of course it is. Yeah, I mean, everyone, I like to have a good time. You did, Well, that's why you wear underwear every day. What? Well, most of us do. I can't say everyone does. Yes. Look, and I've talked to Matt about this before. It's time to try something it, better. Again, tell me. You ever hear me undies? <laughs> look, look what I'm doing right now. Look. Absolutely right now. Look He's what I'm unzipping doing. his fly. Look, look at this. I'm looking. Look at this. It's nice. Thank you. MeUndies has created the world's most comfortable underwear with a blend of fabric that is three times softer than cotton. When you feel awesome from the inside out, you look awesome from the outside in. Say what? Say when it again. When you feel awesome from the inside out, you look awesome. From the outside in. Uh, that's, that's beautiful. When you upgrade your underwear game, everybody wins. Life just feels better. Mm. 
in MeUndies. It's mm. made from Modal. That's a fabric that's three times softer than cotton. Fuck cotton. Dude, they have tons of colors and patterns from classic to bold to adventurous. And this is the only brand to have matching pairs for women and men. And all orders in the U.S. and Canada will ship for free. We like that here. Now, if you don't love your first pair, of course you're going to. Mm-hmm. But MeUndies is going to pay you back and you can keep it for free. No questions asked. So you risk nothing. But here's what I'm saying to you. Your mm-hmm. underwear suck. Try on some comfortable underwear that make your hog look terrific. And if you don't like them, you get your money back. What are you going to go? No. I'd hate to have comfortable underpants where my hog looks terrific. And if I don't like them, I can send them back. If you think that way, you're a fool. For a limited time. Oh, sorry, Matt. No, no, I was going to say, if your hog looking uh, terrific is wrong, then I don't want to be right. Yes. Thanks, Jimmy. Sorry about that. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know. You, I didn't think you knew that we were going to do the old. I was going to point to you to finish that. Hey, well, you're right. Sorry. One hundred percent with you. <laughs> For a limited time, Meundies is offering you twenty percent off your first order. Did you say twenty percent? The for, yeah. Well, for a limited time, they have to act oh, soon. All right. slash ufc oh. and undies is u n d i e s. Now, if you don't love your first pair, it's free. You have no excuse not to try my favorite underwear brand, and they really are. Made from Modal, three times softer than cotton. Basically, if you don't try these, you don't deserve to get laid. You know, you should take your stupid burlap underpants and grind against a, a fucking uh, a a what? pole. <laughs> grind against a telephone pole in your burlap underpants until your dick is all chafed. Now, I know they don't want me to use that kind of language, but for Pete's sake, I'm passionate about MeUndies. Me too. MeUndies.com slash UFC to get 20% off your first order. And use the uh, link so they know that we sent you, because Matt and I are very close to being on our way out. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. We want to talk about Lyft, L-Y-F-T. And listen to these ads, because they're very helpful in your daily life. We don't advertise products we don't like. Uh, well, first of all, you know about Lyft, and it's the app that gets you a ride in minutes on demand 24-7 for less than the cost of a cab. Now, if you've tried Lyft, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you download the app, you request a driver, and they show up in, uh, you know, three and a half minutes on average, sometimes less, which is extremely fast. Now, every Lyft driver, because you're always worried, who am I going to get in the car with? Is it going to be a creep? They're vetted through a 10-point safety standard, including uh, DMV and criminal background checks. So you know you're going to get around safely and quickly. Now, their drivers are rated after every ride, so only the best stick around. You don't have to worry about getting into a filthy car with a guy who looks like me or Matt. Just some crud with bad energy, because that means they've gotten low reviews, and they're out. With Lyft, you can tip in the app, which, what does that mean? The drivers are happier. I mean, 9 out of 10 Lyft rides are get a perfect 5-star rating from the passenger. It really is just a better all-around experience. Bigger is not always better. And thank God for that. Am I right or wrong, <laughs> Sarah? Yeah. Lyft isn't the biggest rideshare app, <laughs> but it is the fastest-growing and highest-rated one. And I'm talking quality over quantity. So thanks to Lyft, you have an easy way to avoid drunk driving. You go out, you're on a date, it's horrible. She's not going to sleep with you. No. You've had a few drinks to forget about it. What do you want to do? Get in the car and hit a pole? No. Pick up your dumb phone because you're going to wind up drunk testing your, testing your friends anyway. Call Lyft. Yeah. Just you know, send out the little thing. The Lyft will come and get you. Yes. You don't have to bum a ride from your drunk friend. Yes. And you can avoid driving people home you don't like. Give me a ride. I don't have my car. Can't get Lyft, stupid. That's right. Right now, Lyft is offering our listeners a special deal. You get three free rides, up to 10 bucks a ride. That's up to a $30 value. But first, you have to enter the promo code UNFILTERED. 
Just download the free Lyft app today and enter promo code UNFILTERED in the payment section. You have three free rides up to $10 each. That really is up to a $30 value just for downloading the app for Pete's sake. That's it? That's it. Promo code UNFILTERED. L-Y-F-T, Lyft. Do you know how I'm getting... I know why I, I think I'm getting too big. I need this. I can't... This places I can't scratch. I go to like, like buildings, like the corner of a building, and I'll scratch my back. Jimmy? That's how you know you're getting big. Jimmy? Well, I mean, you, you don't have that problem. You have an itch on your back. You reach your, your little arms there and you scratch it. Look at Jim, Jim. If mm-hmm. I got an itch right here, I can't reach that. I got to go up against like a... Something, like an like, animal. You're like a wild... Animal. Matt's a fuck, fucking, like a wild fucking, animal. I'm like a fucking Neanderthal is what I am. Matt is Jimmy. a wild animal. You know? Yes, you are. I'm just a fucking... People might see me just scratch it up against buildings. Things have changed ever since fucking uh, President-elect Trump. Matt's changed. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's I'm more right. outgoing, I'm scratching okay. his back on buildings. He's turning into a bear. He's turning into turning a bear. into a fucking Ewok. What do we got? What yeah, else do we got? Let's talk some. Well, there's a, a couple. Let's of talk some news. news. We're gonna have to cover some of it with Dana again, which is okay. Oh yeah. Well, we can wait to talk about that with uh, Dana. Want to talk more about movies? I got invited to <laughs> a podcast. Sure. Oh, what, oh wait, what podcast? You uh, the, the, on Jerry Cooney, uh, ex heavyweight fighter Jerry Cooney, who has a left hook like a fucking oh. like a like a, a dump truck. Oh, wow. He showed me how to throw a punch. There's footage of Jerry Cooney. And Jerry Cooney is a six foot. You know who he was? The Great White Hope. from Huntington, where I have one of my schools. Oh, you do? Yeah. And he, and he talks like really old school, man. Yeah. yeah. Really, Jerry's Jazzy, a fucking man. really cool guy. Yeah. A, a lovely man. Like, he's one of those guys who is like, the real killers are nice guys. I'm not a lovely man, Jerry. You are a lovely man. You're an outgoing, Scratching myself guy. on buildings, belching. The right. mics. You're an alpha and you're a guy, but you are a lovely man. Don't let me kid you. You're a delight in every a, sense of the word. I'm not a douchey alpha. Oh, by the way, what? remember when you and I were stuck in that subway traffic the other day I and I jumped That's off? That's fucked up, man. Lady got pushed in front of a train. That was on unfo- I know. My wife heard about that. She every like, time. So, did, how long were you on the train? Because I jumped off. Cunt. Who pushed her? Who pushed her? Some girl? crazy lady. Some fucking bug eyed. Think about crazy that. Lady. Think about that. Think about you're waiting. You're thinking about what you're doing later. I gotta get this. I gotta, I gotta get to the thing before I get the kids. Somebody pushed you in front of a fucking train I, I, it's ter- and you get fucking run over by a train and die the, the tragic part is the Brutal. feeling of the hands on your back and the thrust and then you realize you're falling in front of the train like that's gotta done. be so terrible. You, you realize oh my life's over so that poor and woman what and what happened how old Hope was the it was fast how I don't know but of course the lady who did it was crazy just another fucking psychopath but I never stand you know honestly I, I never, never stand, stand near that yellow fucking line are you kidding me I'm back to the wall not guy. only am I that I'm doing I'm looking I'm looking around I'm looking around for shady people you realize I'm like a superhero yeah you are no, you, you are a superhero Able to scratch his back on any I building. I heard the subway belching loudly. The subway violence is up. You know that. That's what they said. Didn't I read that. The subway violence is up. I did not know that. You know, I'm riding that. Not on the one train. Not when I'm on it. Of course not, Jimmy. No, I feel very safe with Matt. That's my goal is to get Matt and Chris Weidman to just ride the train with me, so I can make eye contact with people for once in my life. I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just going to do my part. You don't uh... now, if a guy. <laughs> I had a guy walk by me last night, skinny yeah. little dude. All right. Sizing you up? What was he doing? I could, we, we almost bumped into each other. Uh, but I was looking at my phone. He was drinking. Yeah. And he was like, you bitches. But it was like, so he was so drunk. And yeah. And he just said it. I was like, oh my God. Just. Yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah, listen. Would you address that? Or no. Would you not care? No. Maybe it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But most likely, no. I See, I listen. 
people think I'm like I walk around half cocked. I'm not, dude. I don't look. I, I'm a husband and a father. You know, I gotta make I, something happens with me. I'm I, I'm gonna be away from you know. Sure. If I'm quick to fucking smack somebody, I'm not gonna be. You know, I can get taken away from my kid. You know, I'm not gonna, I might have to go away or something. So I wouldn't do something. You know, unless it was really warranted. You know what I mean? And if that motherfucker is disrespectful, that might be warranted. If you ask me, yeah. <laughs> can fuck that cocksucker. People are probably not. Very I don't like rude people. Is my point. I think people, so people think I, I, I would walk around looking for trouble. I really don't. But I think a lot of people walk around assuming that people aren't going to stick up for themselves and they try to walk over people or they try to fuck with people. And that I'm not, I don't stand for. You step in. That's where I become the superhero in my own mind. Well, people don't fuck with you ever. <laughs> I, you know what, man? When uh, I mean, you never know. I mean, not not lately, you know, but I mean, I don't put myself in position. I'm not going out to the clubs. Like if I'm in Vegas and I'm with the guys, the guys want or something, I'll go hit a club with them or or they got the, but usually they're in the VIP thing. I'll tell you, I, when I went to Ring of Combat and that's over in the, the, at the, the Tropicana, I used to, there's a, there's a, what's the club called over there? Fucking, uh, the Copa. No, not the Copa. Oh. I fought at the Copa Cabana once. Did you really? Yeah. And I know it's not legal back then, but they snuck me on. My I friend Rico was killed there. Oh, that's fucking depressing. Yeah. He's taking us to Negativeville. Lola still drinks there. What happened? Drunken whore. Oh, wait, is this a song? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, once again, the champ's going to listen to this. Tyron is going to be like, you old motherfucker. Uh, that's fucking No, I'm funny. the old motherfucker for knowing the song. Well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's you are? Okay. The champ yeah. is going to listen to this He's and right. say that. Because I'm right there with him. I'm like, oh, you had a friend that died? Oh, and then Lola? His name was Rico. He was, a, what he, was he? Ricardo Lamas? No. <laughs> He was a bartender. That's wrong. Um, now you're thinking of a different song. I don't know. The Copa. There's only one. What Copa the hell was song. I getting at? I don't know. You fought at the Copa. Yeah, I fought at the Copa. Copa. I Copa. I was getting, between that, what was I talking about? What else was I talking about? I was getting to something. I was you're, getting. Going out to clubs. You, oh, exactly. You fought at the club. Yeah. No, you. no. Like I don't like. Like you put yourself like in those. Oh yeah, there was. A, there's a. I mean, there's a club. Some bouncers are such fucking jerks. Oh, dude, yes. There's a. I mean, there's an after fight party usually at the Ring of Combat or in, 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 over in the in Atlantic City. And then once I haven't gone in a while, but then sometimes I'm like, all right, I'll go to that club. I forgot the fucking name of the club. I don't know why. It's with a P. If for some reason it's it's escaping me. But anyway, I go there, and I'm a. And now each bouncer, I'd go up to him like, yo, um, you know, where's the? Uh, I'm meeting some guys at the VIP section, and the guy. And this guy's like a little bit bigger than me. He wasn't too big of a bouncer. And I'm like, hey, man. And I'm going up to a guy like a nice guy. Hey, do you know where the, uh, he goes, oh, you know, it's upstairs. And I'm like, all right. Then I went to put my, yo, you can't stand here. Oh, really, motherfucker? I want to fucking smack the fuck. What did you say to him? I'm like, oh, all right. I, listen, Jimmy, I can keep my cool. Because the guy, he's got his balls up because he knows he's a second away from calling over fucking eight more bouncers if there's a problem. See, I know the situation. If me and that such guy are walking somewhere and it's me and him and that same guy has no fucking backup and he starts talking shit like that to me like I, I, i'll do i go dude really and what exactly are you gonna do about it like i could talk to the guy but the, the guys like that the bounces sometimes they know they got backup yeah forward, so they act like fucking douchebags yeah so i mean and then i go to the next guy i'm like hey do you know where this is he's worse than the other guy He's like, it's over there. And just like a tough guy, just really, guy, why are you acting so hard, dude? Why are you acting so hard? Probably because you know you're not, and you got backup around here if something goes wrong. So most likely, anything that happens, you wanted to you're say that, through. right? I wanted to smack the fuck out of each guy. Each guy I walked past, I wanted to smack the fuck out of each guy. And 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 I wish I could have, but I can't because there's laws. And then, did you make and, any comments? No, I just give off a, a, a I, I don't say anything. I, yeah. I get like, and like they're not overbearingly being disrespectful. They're just being dicks. And, you, and they're being a little cocky, but they're not doing it to the point where it's 
warranted to say, hey, dude, sure. no. But at the same time, I'm there to have a good time, and I'm not having a good time. I'm. It's almost like fucking, did you ever see Dust the Dawn? I did. <laughs> it's like George Clooney doing the fucking shots, and instead of being happy, he's like, he got away with everything. They got past the border. He's like, I'm thinking, he couldn't wait to beat the fat fuck behind the bar that refused to give him a drink or something. You know what I mean? Like, you're thinking about the guy that's disrespectful to you, but- I try to, I try to let you know cooler heads prevail, and I try to. So just, you just walked away. Well, then I had some drinks with my friends, and then I, I get back into a good mood, and you know, because some of my guys fought and won, so I'm like, all right. I'll. You didn't make any comments. No, not nothing overbearing, nothing, nothing, nothing to uh, to to warrant them calling in, you know, backup. But I don't like that shit. Yeah. Because I'm either. being a because the thing is this, I'm being a nice guy. I'm and I'm and I'm not being an annoying drunk. I'm not being. Yeah. A, I can understand guys because I. I I bounced very briefly at a place, a local bar that's uh, around the block from my house when I was a kid. Like nothing big, but I had so I know what it's like to deal with. Did Trump you have to throw bags. some people out. Well, I wasn't a tall guy, so you get some. <laughs> you could get some big guys that yeah, a couple of guys, but nothing crazy. It was a very small fucking thing. It was uh, early on, but um, and I didn't do it for too long. Uh, but I can understand bouncers having a problem with with people and this and that, but. You know, some of them are just fucking douchebags. Yeah, and at that place, that place in Jerry, that that at that specific club, I vowed never to go there again. But you know, now Jimmy, I'm I'm more a little low key when I go out. People look at me as the party guy, and you know I like the party. Yes, you do. But you know, it's important where and when, and uh, I don't like to be around douchebags. I like knowing that I'm not the only one who gets talked to like that by bouncers. Yeah, though. you don't want to. No, no, yeah. bouncers are known to be douchebags because they know they have that. But it's the same. You get that same guy. And he, and he's not got got backup, you know, by the click of a button or a fucking flashlight away or something, you know. He's not going to be so hard. If he is, he's going to get fucked up. So you know, I know that in the back of my head. Like, all right, I know I could take, I could take each one of this guy's. I could break both this guy's arms if I wanted to. But you could, right? Oh, fucking! I mean, listen, I'm not a braggart, you know. But um, <laughs> I mean, you know. But in my heart, I know. You put me and this guy in a fucking pit or lock us in a room. I know who's leaving. You know what I mean? So I, when you know that, it gives you a bit, a little bit more peace of mind. It to walk away. It like, doesn't give you like, oh, he's testing me. I could beat him. No, I know I can, and I don't give a fuck how big the guy is. You're that's, walking away because I'm, you legitimately yeah. don't want to get in trouble. No, it, it, that's what it comes down to. It's or if you're in a situation like that. You're not going to win because you could start smacking this guy around and you can have five more bounces on him. Well, I would probably so, say something like, if you continue this line of action, right? I'll begin karate chopping you. You and the karate chops. I might start using that because that gets you out of trouble a lot. Here's what we got to do. When Ricardo Lamas comes in. I can't wait to see I'm him. looking forward to meeting he's him. Gonna, I, oh, no, he, I think I've interviewed him. He's going to have fun in here. I want to see how long it takes him to call me on my awful terminology. Uh. What if he doesn't though? You're just gonna be. You got the almonds. You got the almonds right in front of where he's sitting. Is that rude? Is he? Gonna, you think he wants some almonds? He might. What is this from? What movie is this from? Have an almond. What movie I'm is this from? Around. He's taking the knife out of the cheese. Oh, you, I know you what. You think that's he from. wants some cheese? It's called the cheese murder. No, you don't remember. Wait, that? hold on. Come on. Oh, come on. What a great. Hold on. What a great me, fucking let me, movie. Let me write it down. Okay. Why are you writing it down? Because I'm gonna guess from. Are you writing down that I'm an asshole? No. Not at all. That's from Hold Ready? On. Ready? Look, I'm going to give you... I'm, don't say it. Okay. You might not know it. Do you know it? I don't know. Tell me. <laughs> oh, you might boring you. <laughs> no. I don't okay. Know. Are you into this? I, yes, 100%. I know. Chris, the producer, get back to fighting? He knows Mind I know. You fuck. No, you're right. good. good. Listen, of course I'm fucking good, Chris. I'm only... I, I ask you that. Like, I ask if my things... Yeah, I know I'm good. I'm just That's trying right. to make you a conversation. respectful to me. I'm just trying to be respectful to Chris, the producer. Absolutely. Um, ready? He tells... He goes in. The guy goes in. I'll tell you the scene. He tells... 
the wife that he tells the, the soon to be he goes to the church and he says the, the, I, he loves another he, the, the the wedding's off he's gonna he wants to go with the other girl the and, Jim McGreevy story and the and the father's like a, a hothead and he's fucking livid and he throws I don't know if he throws him to the floor and he's with the girlfriend in there and all of a sudden the guy takes the knife out of the cheese and that's when fucking the other guy's funny little guy He's taking the knife out of the cheese. And then he's like, do you think he wants some cheese? Don't screw around with me, yeah. Bert. Yes. Bert Johnson. Yeah, it's Arthur, of course. Arthur. Funny. All oh, right. That, now um, the title. Did you know that, Christopher? Oh, you're too young, you yeah. little cocksucker. Yeah. You probably remember Arthur 2 on the rocks, which fucking sucks. Did you like the remake of Arthur with Russell Brand? Absolutely not. I yeah, like I Russell mean, Brand. I do too. I, I like do like him, but I could not get into it. Terrible. These remakes blow. They Helen blow. Mirren's an amazing actress. What's that? Helen Mirren's a great actress. But the, it, was a, it was a rough call to take Hobson and make it a female. That was just a hard gender choice. No, because... And that was that was Dudley Moore. Dudley, people don't know what we're talking Dude, about. We're talking so about author great. with Dudley Moore. It's like a nineteen eighty movie. Liza Minnelli. She was great in that. Remember, he she done, wasn't like a not. She was like a. He caught her. Um, uh, shoplifting, shoplifting out of Bergdorf Goodman. It was such a good movie. Mr. What a good Bach. movie. Mr. Bach. She stole something, Mr. Bach. That will be my movie minute. If you haven't seen Author, wait, wait, hold on. Uh, what is he doing? Uh, what are you answering email? Right, hold on, let's pretend. Let's just rewind that. Looking up all male pornography. That will be my movie minute. Uh, let's talk about author. Matt's movie minute. Yada da. That's me, author. It's like a nineteen eighty something movie. It's old school. Eighty one. Thank you. Is are you are you serious? Look that up, Chris, the producer. Look at that. Oh, could you not do that? Either? Yeah, he'll probably say 2008 because he likes the new one. I'll fucking buy it. If you say 2008, Chris, the producer. Or 2010. Fuck you up. 1981. 1981, Jimmy. I'm, uh, I can't wait to do that 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 thing that I don't think I'm supposed to say I'm going to do. The Doug movie minute. No, the Doug oh, fucking, yeah, yeah. Doug, Doug Benson. Fuck, yeah. What is it? Doug loves movies. Yeah. All right. I'm doing that thing soon. I can't Good wait. Yeah. You're doing it too. Or maybe yeah. you're not. You know, is that a Cardo Lamas? Who's in there? I don't there? know who these people who's are. Who's behind us? Two, who are they? I don't know. I two chicks checking oh, us out. Oh, is it two chicks? Checking us out. I'm like, married. men? I'm married. Yeah, I know, but I I'm that, not. No, I throw that in there all the time because my wife's like, you you flirt. Like, well, I don't, me? Flirt? That's just a nice guy. That's why she doesn't want me to get abs. My wife knows if I have, <laughs> imagine me walking around Wonder Boy's abs with my charm, Jim. If I looked like Wonder Boy, all I would do is fuck girls. That's all I'd do. I look like me and that's all I want to do. If I look like him, that's all I'd do. But he's a really nice guy. But he's a guy, Stephen is such a nice dude. But I think I've said this before. He's a guy who could literally, no matter what girl I've ever dated, he could pick them up and fuck them in the bathroom of whatever club I'm with the girl at. He's a good looking dude. Oh, and he's in perfect shape and he can fight. What are you doing? I'm taking your girl to fuck her in the bathroom. Oh, all right. You want a drink? We'll make it quick. Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Hey, come on, pal. I'm trying to save my dignity. You want a drink? I'll get you a drink. We'll talk about it. Don't comment her, please. Unless you want to. It's up to you. You're going to be like, unless I'm watching. Watching him and Weidman fucking do that Gotham shoot was depressing. And they're both really nice guys, too. You can't even hate them because they're nice dudes. Good looking fucking model. Look at this, look at this picture right here on, G- on GP Volante's fucking Twitter, on his Instagram. You see that? Who's that? I'm looking I at uh, uh, the, the champ, Stipe Miocic. I always fuck that up. I, and I love that guy so much. Wonder Boy. Weidman and Volante all with their fucking shirts all flexing. Is Miocic in, in pretty perfect shape? Is. 
What? Heavyweight's he's a, a heavy little weight. harder. He's a, he's a fucking he's a dangerous motherfucker. He is, but Overeem put him down. What? Uh, Overeem knocked him down. I mean, law, we beat him, but I mean, Overeem uh, he can. Da- I mean, Overeem hits hard, but so are they all. Who, yeah. Who's he? Fight? It's, it's, it's Velasquez Verdum. Don't tell me who he's fighting. Don't tell me Wait. who Stipe is fighting next. Who is he fighting next? Yeah, there's no. Uh, oh, we don't know, no right? Okay, bat, thank yeah. God. I thought I forgot. Probably the winner of that fight. Yeah. You okay. So. Wait, what are they fighting? They're fighting on on uh, Ronda's card, two hundred six. Yes. Who? Velas of Kane. Um, um, a little Velasquez. man named Kane Velasquez and For- Fabricio Verdun. And, and, and that's going to be New Year's Eve card. That's January th- December thirtieth. It's Ronda Rousey against Amanda Nunes for the championship, the bantamweight championship in Las Vegas, and the co-main. Hold on, don't tell me the co-main is Cody Garbrandt fighting Dominic Cruz. That's an awesome fight. Once again, the fucking UFC giving the fans the fight they want, and people wonder why other sports are not as popular. You know, that's why. Because people are like, God damn, I want to see Cody and, and, and Dominic fight. And what happens? Cody and Dominic. Yeah. Hey, look, Cody's, what, 10 or 11 and 0? He's a great fighter. Nah. He destroyed his last opponent. I think a first-round knockout. I don't even remember who it was. Um, so he gets the shot. And Dominic's... Dominic's, Dominic's, dude, Dominic's phenomenal. Dominic's phenomenal. You know, do people talk about him with the pounds of pounds? He's pound number pound? two. Okay. Oh good. yeah, it's it's Demi- it's uh, Demetrius uh, Johnson. It's uh, Dominic Cruz. I want to say number three is John Jones. I could be wrong about that. No, it couldn't be Jones at this point. I should shut up. Cormier, sorry, McGregor. Why, why would I say John Jones? Who else am I going to say? Yeah, it's Tito Ortiz. <laughs> Fucking asshole, I am. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jones is not listed at the moment. Neither is Ronda because they haven't fought in so long. I got to yeah. piss. <laughs> Me too. Should we take a break? Let's take a break and piss. Let's take a quick break. Pee Dana's break. You're listening to UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Here's an important question for you. Have you ever lost or thought you lost your phone? Of course you have. How awful is that? Even if you have it in five minutes, you're like, oh, because you think of all the incriminating photos. If you're like me, your life is on that phone and a lot of humiliating information. Well, guess what? Identity thieves know that as well. And when your lost phone winds up in the hands of an identity thief, it can be the beginning of a disaster, emotionally, financially, even physically, that can take years to unwind. That's why you can protect yourself with Identity Guard. With Identity Guard, you get protection from a company that's been in the business for over 20 years and that's helped protect more than 47 million people. You can be protected too. Identity Guard continuously monitors millions of transactions and articles and sends you the news, tools, and guidance you need to minimize your risk. So you're not doing the same stupid stuff that you always do. They don't just wait for it to happen and then help you. They send you little hints. Hey, stupid, stop doing this. But they phrase it nicer. Plus, if you are to become a victim of identity theft, Identity Guard's victim recovery specialist will be there to help you through the recovery process. They even offer identity theft insurance with coverage of up to $1 million. So get identity theft protection service that's right for you. Visit Identity Guard at identityguard.com slash podcast. That way me and Matt uh, will get the credit for sending you there. Absolutely. And you know what? That guarantees that we don't get fired. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. Rocket Mortgage brings the mortgage approval process into the 21st century. Fast, powerful, and completely online, Rocket Mortgage has taken all the complicated, time-consuming parts of applying for a mortgage out of the equation. Hate searching through stacks of old files and paperwork? Of course you do. With Rocket Mortgage, you can easily share your bank statements and pay stubs at the touch of one button, 
helping you get approved in minutes for a custom mortgage solution that's been tailored to your unique financial situation. Even better, with Rocket Mortgage, you can do all of this on your phone or your tablet. It's a quick online process that you can manage from the convenience of your couch. So if you're looking to refinance your mortgage or buy a home, check out Rocket Mortgage today at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Matt and I have both urinated and we are back. We took a break that you don't notice it, but we have to be honest. I feel refreshed. I feel great too. You know? Where the fuck is Ricardo Lamos? What's he supposed to be here, right? He'll be here in a couple of minutes. Oh, a couple of minutes. Hey, I'm going to have a good time. We're going to have a good time with him in here. I interviewed him once, I believe. He won't remember me. They never do. I really am forgettable. Are you serious? They have no knowledge he's ever met me. They never do. I remember the first time I've. Uh, I remember the first time I seen you, Jimmy. It was on Lucky Louie. Oh wow! And it was a funny. What a was fat a, pig I was. No, back but there was then. a little girl that said something to you, Kelly and I, I'll never forget. I forget the girl. She's like, no, I just called you like a weird looking no. something like a weird looking guy, and you gave her like a face. You were making a weird face too. It was, I, it was just fucking hysterical. That was what she say to I'll you. I'll tell again? you. You I remember? Re- I remember that episode because I had, re- I had requested a scene with her because she was such a cute kid. Aww. She was so fucking adorable. <laughs> I said to Louie, I have no scenes with uh, Kelly. What did she say? Do you remember the scene? I said something to I remember her, her and she it. went, you're ugly. Yeah, she said She said, like, you're ugly. Yeah, but it was funny the way it was. <laughs> and after she said it like you... You just sat there and you like like looked at her with a funny face on. I don't know. That's then, my yeah, first like, time ever like feel like I I ever um, I, I got I was laughing at you. And then Mike Haggerty said, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with her eyesight." So that was a very funny. <laughs> I haven't seen Mike since that series ended. That was a fun show to <laughs> that do. That was a fun. I mean, you never see Lucky Louie, uh, Chris. That was yeah, on absolutely a, yeah. not Louie. That was on. Uh, no, no, I know Lucky, which was good yeah. too. Louie was really good too. Kind of lost me the last season, but it was good. Once he started having that love interest, I didn't really give a fuck. <laughs> and I know he had a, lunch, a love interest. It was their buddy Pam, whatever her name oh, was. Oh, Pam. Well, that was his, that was she's from Lucky Louie. Yeah, she was. No, I know. Yeah, and they she's had a great. real thing. She what? In they real, had a real thing in, in real life. life. And she was also Bobby on King of the Hill. She was who? But she's Bobby on King of the Hill. I don't watch King of the Hill. Oh, uh, she's a very famous animation voice. Does she really? Oh, very. Yeah. yeah. She was in Californication. Pam Adlon is fucking awesome. Well, she's awesome. But first of all, yeah. I heard a little bit of her when she was on your uh, Sam yeah. and Sam, your show with Sam, right? Yeah, yeah she's sexy. Yeah, definitely. And it's, I like you like girls with a sense of humor. Not that most girls don't. The last one got uh, what's her name? Katie Nolan thought I. No, she was, I was lovely. About the, I she think liked. it's like you find any unicorn with a girl with a good personality. I'm like, no, finding a hot girl with a good personality is like a, you know, I'm only kidding. They are rare. Uh, I got another belch coming. I'm trying Can't to fight it. I'm literally no. That's see. I got a big buildup, but it's yeah. a little fucking yeah. No, it's not even coming up, man. Imagine if I tried to force it and I puke. I would. You, you nothing has ever made me happier than that would make me. I remember me and Rich Voss were hanging out at the Comedy Cellar, and he went to fart. He goes, "Oh, I shit my pants," and he shit his pants and he's running through the bathroom. It's probably the happiest I've ever been. Fucking, was watching a 45 year old man shit his pants trying to fart at me. <laughs> By the way, there's nothing better as a man than when one of your friends shits his pants. Let me ask you in life, what can make you happier than a buddy shitting his pants? Not not much. That's the greatest possible scenario. That's what um, you do. That's that review. I'm getting a flashback when you told me, yeah. And I had this girl wanting to fart in my face. And I go, did you want the girl to fart in your face? You're like, more than I wanted anything. Yeah. 
Oh, this one you. What's up, Ricardo hey, Lamas? Hello, sir. Get in here, buddy. Good to see you. Nice to see you, man. We are on. We're talking, just as you know. So you're kind of coming in in the middle. <laughs> I think you just heard that. I heard something about farting. Well, one time, nice. one time, Ricardo, I, he was telling me that he was laughing with this girl. He was having a good time with, and uh, and then he's like, yeah, and, and she was trying to fart in my face, and we were laughing, and I go, "Did you want that, Jim?" He goes, "More than I wanted anything." Yeah, who wasn't? <laughs> I'm a good guy, but. Uh, no, but I was talking about my buddy Chris Reg. doesn't put the mic because I know you're going to do it in a second. Look, he knows what he's doing. He's a professional. Boom. Fuck, man. <laughs> hey, first of all, hold on. First of all, congratulations. Yes. Thank you. That was Thank a good fucking much. fight, bro. Thanks, man. And I that guy's it. a dangerous motherfucker. Yeah, and, dude, not, and, and not for nothing. Dude, that was a different weight. Nine pounds over, man. I know. You got to try. That's like, some, you got to. You gotta... That's like, that's that's kind of being a prick. I mean, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I like to watch that guy fight. Oliveira, but well, how, how long fuck. did he have? How, how what short notice did he take to fight? Uh, I believe it was about three weeks. It was three weeks. Okay, um, so was that? But kind even of- me, three weeks out, I'm I'm hovering around like one seventy five, one seventy still, you know, and and yeah. then I start coming down, start dieting really hard. Uh, but he, his excuse was, I think he said he had some 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 injuries or something from his last fight with Pettis that he had to let heal before he could start training or something. I don't know. That's what he was trying to tell me. But, but didn't he not make weight for Pettis also? Did, this was his like fourth time missing weight. Is that right? Chris the producer. What do you lose? 30% to your money? 30%? He's missing at least four times. No, yeah, normally normally he's 20%, but because he was so over, they gave me an extra 10. So I oh, got, they I give, oh, they give it to you? Yeah, they give it to oh, me. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, that wasn't great. That wasn't up to you. Did, how did that work? But, all right, he can't be more than 165 fight day. And uh, and what you just said, how that worked with the thirty percent, that wasn't up to you at all. That was up to the commission or whatever. But, yeah, that was up to the commission. So Reed Harris came up to me uh, the day of the weigh-ins. I was I was getting ready to step on the scale, and he's like, yeah, "I need to talk to you." And I was like, "Oh, great, you know, because that's never good news." No, no so one likes he, Reed approaching them. Yeah. So then he tells me, um, you know, Charles isn't going to make weight if he comes if he comes in more than six pounds over. The commission isn't going to let him fight. And I was like, I was like, "Are you?" Are you that's, serious? That's the like, worst feeling. The no. worst. The, especially because I had my last fight canceled also in Manila against BJ. Oh, so. oh right. We're going to talk about that. Too. Yeah. So um, later on, I weighed in, and, and he was still cutting weight. I'm, I'm eating uh, you know, breakfast, and then Reed comes back up to the table, and, he's, and he was like, well, he was nine pounds over. Um, but the commission decided that they'll, they'll let him fight if you want to take it. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll take the fight. You know, and That's what a uh, fighter does, Jimmy. Yeah. That's a fighter next to Absolutely. you. So he just said, you know, we're going to give you 30% of his purse because he was so overweight and we're going to cap him at, at uh, 165. So n- none of that stuff was my idea. I was just like, yeah, let's make the fight. I was just worried that the yeah. fight wasn't going to go through. You know what it is, Jimmy? If the, uh, two, not, not, I'm going to say more than a two-month camp because he had to go through, uh, Ricardo had to go through a camp for BJ Penn, right. yeah. which got canceled. So it's that, that, that if you're finding out you're not going to fight again, it's almost worse than ha- fighting and losing. It's right. I mean, it, it is. It is. It's like really, dude. It's like it's like a major case of blue balls, Jimmy. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to relate it. I have to relate it to something that Jimmy is, would get. That to, is good. Jimmy, it's I like, do get that. It's like really. Yes, I understand that. Fuck. Like when she gets out of the car and she doesn't help you. Yeah, exactly. no, no, I understand. We've all been there. <laughs> so, so you were like, "Fuck it, I'll take the fight." Because he he seemed to get like the first round. He was very very aggressive, um, and he seemed like he was doing well in the first round. But the second round, it seemed like he really lost you think that was being in mexico too it could have been uh, i think i I think maybe he might have been worried about the altitude so he came out really aggressive in that first round um i mean the guy's good on the ground yeah and he was uh that body triangle was really tight to to try and get out of but you know i just tried to stay as calm as i could and and ride it out and uh i knew the longer the fight went on the more it was going to be in my favor to climb up the fence 
The getting out of the guillotine, the climbing up in the Wait, hold on, I've hold never on. seen that. Before. That was that's yeah, Diego that was Sanchez, the Ego. motherfucker. Oh, sorry, all right. <laughs> no, we're both we're both much tender. We all look alike to you, Jimmy. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I was talking. Did, did I just ask him about that, or did we talk to we Diego? We were talking about that about Diego, and you asked me if I ever seen that. before. Yeah, I've never yeah, seen that. Have yeah. you ever seen that before? Since I you didn't, didn't do it, I'll ask you. If you've I seen actually it. didn't even see it because oh. uh, he went on right after me, yeah. so I was like doing interviews and stuff. I saw a picture you guys posted on Instagram. Yeah, that's nice, man. Because they fought him and Diego. Yeah, yeah, we fought. I was always a fan of Diego. You know. Yeah. When, when I started doing MMA, he was already a big name in the sport, and you know, doing all his stuff. Yeah. So it was uh, it was a cool experience, and I got a lot of respect for the guy. How old are you now? Thirty four. Oh shit, man! I think you and I've spoken before. Yeah, I was on I was right. on your radio show a few years ago. That's right. It was with right. Dominic Cruz. Um, yeah, you were fighting uh, Aldo, Aldo in yeah. uh, New Jersey. That's right. And the uh, that was a weird Uriah Faber fight. With Henan Barrow, and he remember that he, like they thought he tapped, but he didn't, or they thought like he had the thumbs up. She gave Herb a Dean he gave a thumbs up, and then you know he got hammer fisted a couple more times, and Herb stopped it. Yeah, but he couldn't see his like he's like yelling, yeah, he just couldn't see his thumbs up or whatever. Yeah, Ryan didn't make a big deal about it. He's cool kid. He was yeah, bummed. he's always cool. He's always when like a lose. laid back West yeah. Coast dude. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was a little bit bummed out. But uh, that, how long have you been doing jujitsu for? You're a black belt, yes. Yeah, um, so jiu-jitsu I've been doing since uh, 2007. Okay. It's almost 10 years. Oh, yeah, because I'll tell you, Jimmy, to get that, it's not even about getting out. You're not getting, to get out of a body triangle, is, is it is very difficult. And people will show you ways to do it, but it's fucking difficult. If guys have long legs. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, that was the biggest Sometimes problem. you're not fighting that, you're fighting the clock, and you don't want to make a mistake at that point of trying to get out. Uh, just haphazardly, where you're going to leave something out because a guy that's with the skills of Oliveira will seize it. And that's why I remember I told you earlier that as much as I was impressed with uh, Ricardo's um, guillotine, the way to finish it, weathering that that back take and, and surviving that is, 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 is big. It's a big fucking right. thing. Cause yeah. that, and that guy was... It felt just really tight, huh? It felt really tight. It was and he was tight, yeah. he was looking to get you underneath your neck, and there was a couple of times he was under, where he did was you did you neck. pull the top arm off? I'm trying did, to remember. Yeah. Yes, yeah. was his extra weight a problem for you or no? No, I don't think so. Um, he didn't. He didn't seem like massive. I mean, he he did feel strong, but nothing that like I haven't felt before in there. Have you ever seen? I heard of him go over by nine pounds before. I didn't. I've never heard of that before. I've never heard. No, that that that's it's almost big. something you got to try for. You know, it, it's. it's it's just wrong. Is what it is. It's, <laughs> he was a, it's wrong. He almost missed weight for 155. You know, which is ridiculous. You know, almost missing right? weight for the next weight class up. It, it, it's just there's not there's nothing right about it. Um, the now it's it's interesting too. He lost the same way with a guillotine. Was it a head and arm? Was it the same guillotine? It was. From an, an open it guard? was. It was no arm. It against was Pettis. Okay, it was Pettis is good with. Did Pettis get? Mel, Mel, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Pettis got Melendez with. Um, a guillotine Melendez with a fucking arm lock. What am I thinking of? Did he get somebody else with a guillotine with the uh, with just the arm in? With just with just the neck? I think that was Melendez that he got with the guillotine. Did he? I thought he got a. That's right. He got he got um Henderson. Ben, he yes, got, uh, hey, he got he Henderson got him. with the arm bar. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, we're going over. We're giving, catching up in my head. <laughs> but he's he's yeah, he's threatening with the uh, submissions. But that was a beautiful guillotine. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. He um he tried to keep his poise. He tried this. That's why I'm like, is this on? And Jimmy, sometimes with the chokes, and Ricardo's going to tell you when it looks like the head's about to pop out. It's the fucking tightest. It's the, wor- yeah. it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So if you see the fight, it looks like oh he's getting out and i'm like oh fuck he's tapping because that's when it's the worst <laughs> no he definitely he was uh he was putting a poker face on because 100%. i could tell i could tell that he wasn't breathing yeah yeah when yeah. I, when it was when i first slapped it in you yeah. know and uh 
And then the last, tr- he tried to push the yes. head out, and I like just adjusted a little bit, and then the tap came. So. You pull that off a lot in training, or no? I do. Yeah, my my yeah. coaches kept telling me like all camp, you know, like believe in that guillotine. Yeah. And, you know, they were putting me up against the wall, having people take me down, and telling me to to look for my guillotine and all that stuff. So they called they called that one. And why did BJ pull out? Uh, I guess he hurt his rib. So that's what I heard. Actually, Diego Sanchez sent me a, a personal message on Twitter, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I'm sorry about your fight." Um, I was the one who convinced PJ to pull out uh, because he wanted to fight with the nagging injury. And he's like, but oh. I convinced him, you know, that uh, that he shouldn't do it, that, you know, maybe he only has a couple good fights left and he shouldn't fight. You're like, thanks, yeah, fuck I'm face. Like, oh, thanks. <laughs> cost me a lot of money. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's too nice to say it. He's like, what? I was going to fight a legend. Yeah. And, oh, man. I, hey, listen, I, not for nothing, I, I literally fought BJ like 20 years ago. <laughs> you know I fought BJ, Ben? Yeah, I know, ago. I know. Oh, shit. Hey, listen, Ricardo, you were probably fucking in, in elementary school. Well, we talked about these guys coming back. They keep saying GSP might come back or BJ. And it's like the older guy, it's kind of hard to watch them come back. It just seems like it's too big a risk of getting hurt. It, yeah, especially after the last time he came back against Frankie. You know, like that fight was, I thought it would have convinced them, all right, I'm done. It was downright odd. It was. It was, it was, it was very not, odd. It, was, it wasn't the guy I fought at the Mohican Sun, I'll tell no, you that much. And I, and, I, and I love BJ. I yeah, really yeah, yeah. do. I, I like, whenever he's in New York, he usually gives me a shout and uh, gives me a text. Who did he lose the belt to? Because the first time I interviewed him was the day after he lost the belt. Uh, Frankie. That was Frankie that oh, he yeah, lost yeah, the yeah. belt to. Yeah, that was, uh, I think that was the first UFC guy I. Had tried to move on me. I used to get guys to do, and he showed me the, what an, uh, an arm bar was. Mm. Really fucking unpleasant. Who, who yeah, BJ. Yeah, yeah. I just asked him about it. I was like, "What is it? Like, how how does it get thrown on?" He's and, such uh, a good dude. I, I would he like locked to... me up in a chair. He was sitting in his chair, you know, and he oh, showed yeah? me. Yeah, it rips you in two different directions. Yeah, it was he's pleasant a, he's to find out. He's awesome. <laughs> uh, BJ's awesome, man. But I'd like to. The only thing I would like to see though is um, when he fought Frankie. He wasn't with. Uh, it's not that he wasn't with a camp, but he was right. with his. It's not that he's surrounded by yes men, but he's he's kind of the boss of his shit. I feel BJ's kind of the. Of course. But so when he's with, you know, um, Jackson and, and Wink and uh, those guys over there, you know, they're not going to put their stamp on him unless he's doing the right fucking thing. You know what I mean? So, and we've seen BJ when he does the right thing in the past. Unless that ship is sailed, we don't know. We're basing everything on his last fight with Frankie, but with this new camp. When he was with those brothers, what's their names? I don't know. There's, a, there's something brothers that yeah. got them in shape. Oh, fuck, I can't even pronounce their name. There was older, the guys that got him, they were doing his conditioning. When he fought when he fought Diego Sanchez is when he looked probably the best. When he, yeah. when he well, That was an amazing fight. When uh, PJ Pet, oh my God, he just looked, he was just, just fucking in the fifth round. He was bouncing up and down and fucking licking his hands, whatever he's doing. <laughs> fucking <laughs> nut, the blood. psychopath. But, uh, you know, people that you could only hope to see that BJ come back again. But oh no, are you guys maybe is it is it like is a it a possibility? Check? Yeah, rescheduled. No, I, I haven't been approached with anything. Um, I know a Korean Zombie came out and and tried calling him out for a fight too after you know ours got canceled, so they might set that up. But I don't know. You know, he he's he's tried to come back so many times and then the fights never happen. Like I don't yeah. want to put myself through that again. You know, yeah, like go through shit. an entire camp and then it doesn't go through. Well, like, who are you uh, looking towards next? I don't know, man. You know, the the Frankie Edgar, Jeremy Stevens fight this weekend is a, is a great one I'm going to have my eye on. And yeah, that's maybe the winner of that, and, you know, who knows? Well, it feels good back to, I mean, you know, you had that, that the decision loss to, uh, to Max Holloway, mm-hmm. you know. And it's good to get the monkey off your back, to get in there and you beat oh, yeah. this guy. 
And especially, so you had to have that perseverance where it started off a little rough with that dude on your back. Yeah, that makes it a little sweeter, doesn't it? it I does. mean, don't get me wrong. If you get a nice <laughs> knockout, it's, it's fucking awesome. It's a great day. But to know, hey, man, I had to weather some shit and keep my calm. And then I got out and I made him say, uncle, that's got to feel far. Are you on cloud nine still? I am. You should be. Sure. You fucking should for be. Fucking he doesn't sure have a glow am, about yeah. him. You do. He's got a glow about he him. He doesn't really have shit don't I, stink for the past dude, couple of days. Jimmy, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's like if you killed on fucking a, your latest thing or whatever. Or it'd be like if I had sex with a girl and actually didn't lose my erection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you feel like a fucking winner. Cloud nine, baby. You didn't have to snort a Viagra before to get yes. it. Oh, I love it. We were just talking about that before you came in with Jones. Getting busted with the Cialis. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what I that's what I read. That's crazy. Fucking, uh, and, I, and I'm really irritated it. that they gave him the year for that. So maybe it oh, was wait, dumb, did that? Is it, wait, hold on. Is that is it was it, a Cialis is that for real? Yes, Cialis. Oh, yeah. So wait, now you're not allowed to have a cock pill. I mean, I mean really? Not, is that I mean, what it comes down they to? They know his intent. It can hurt your cheat. opponent in the ring or something. Yeah, right? no. <laughs> hurt you though. You ever get bent <laughs> yeah. over on a hard on? <laughs> Fucking thing would snap. <laughs> you can break thing. your dick. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, my is heard, that true? I've heard that happen. Is that yeah. true? My friend Chuck broke his dick. Oh. It's when girls bounce up too high and she came down on oh. it. And it, broke. And it just like snaps the car. And then what happens? Well, we call him Sad Chuck now. He's never been the same. No, but is he able to get? How do you do that? You do, but you get a little bit of duct tape, and it's all good. <laughs> it's got like a little it's got like a kink in it it really does it, you can, it, you oh, can he probably, probably, I've hey, never seen his hey, dick hey listen but. this might be one of those blessings he probably hits it at a different spot now <laughs> yeah. he, nah. this might be the best thing that ever happened to fucking comes in little, from around the corner yeah, yeah, dick looks all fucking, silly <laughs> Chuck hits the spot now probably you don't want your dick to be a conversation piece that's embarrassing why you does it have a hook straight. in it yeah, that's what happens. So you gotta be careful. Uh, but Cialis should not uh, should not get you banned for a year. I mean, I no. think they're punishing John for other things. That to me is is it's harsh. It's just unnecessarily harsh. Definitely, I don't I don't see how that would help you in a fight at all. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they gotta. They, I, I don't. Even, it's it's fucking ridiculous. But they said his fault level was as high as you could go. We were supposed to have Dana call in today, but he uh, his what level? His fault level. Like when you saw when you have the uh, the arbitration, you say what was the fault of the fighter, and they're saying that his fault in it or his part in it was as high as it could. Uh, that's kidding. like what do you mean? He knew that he was taking a cocktail. Uh, no, no, yeah, but they're I'm saying confused. he probably took something. They were saying maybe it was it was careless or negligent. I'm saying I'm mm -hmm. guess that they're going with that. I don't know. And it's only a cock. It's it's already determined. It's only a cock pill. It's only yeah. Well, it's that there was a banned substance in the pill. But you know is it mean? listed? Key, but it might not be listed. It does wasn't it, listed. Does it make you more powerful in it. some other ways? I don't know. No wonder why my Camorras are feeling extra strong lately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly what it does for you. I know it makes you stuff. You ever take a dick pill? No. See, fighters don't need yeah, to he's me. He's a fucking younger guy. <laughs> I, I, I was younger too when I started taking it in my thirties in Brazil. It's like supersizing a fucking hundred milligram Viagra. <laughs> I had my buddy, I used to live with Rodrigo Gracie, right? And we had this girl who flew into town, hot, she was cute. And and she ended up staying over. And she, and we headed off, and we, she was going to end up staying over. And I was, and I didn't get to, to squeeze one out, you know? And I was very, I was like, man, <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do? And uh, and I took a cock pill, and I don't know, I took, the, you ever do the GHB back in the day? No. I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. <laughs> I don't do drugs, but it's stuff that bodybuilders used to do to get them a little fucking. Uh, this is UFC unfiltered, right? <laughs> yes, of course it is. So uh, I was a kid, so I'm like, man. So I asked my buddy the hillbilly, I go, yo, 
because it, he gave me the fucking GHB. I go, look. And it got you like out of your mind and it gets you a little like fucking in the zone and you could, and it, it was good for fucking. So what I would do was I called my buddy like he's some kind of doctor. I go, yo, I got this girl coming over, man. I, I'm fucking, I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not going to do it. What if I put the V of Viagra? What if I put the V with the G? And this is a fucking guy. He's from Virginia. He's like, I will think it'll be fine. I go, fucking hey, Chad. So I did the Viagra and the GH, the GH and I was, a, GHB, I, was yeah. I was a fucking uh, GHB. And I was a fucking, I was a Superman that night. Did it work? <laughs> oh, it worked. That fucking Brazilian chick, the next day she's telling my buddy, my roommate, oh, he's a fucking machine. <laughs> I cheated. Yeah, that's I okay. fucking cheated. That's not cheating. That's just- I was out of my mind and my dick could fucking split a coconut. That's nice. Oh, yeah. Great combination. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's great. I've always wanted to do that with my dick, just break a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be happy to break a grape with mine. <laughs> <laughs> Your dick can't split a grape. That sucks. No. My, but my, oh, memory lane, Ricardo. <laughs> yeah. My barber slings him out of his uh, barber shops. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's the best, all dude. His clients and stuff. Oh, it's that's the, fucking He's asking me so I'm like, no, I'm good. I, uh. I just need the wind to blow in the right direction, and I'll get it up. Oh, man. Are you married or no? I am. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Long time or no? Uh, no, not a long time. A little over... Well, it'll be two years. Ah, uh, newlywed. Yeah. Kids or no? Yes, I got how many? One, one boy. Okay, how old? Uh, he's almost a year and a half. All right, that's great. Yeah. Oh, now he's got a little personality now. Oh, yeah. When they get around six, seven months, they're yeah. no longer little potatoes. They, they yeah, start... Yeah. It's no longer... Oh, he think he smiled. Now they get personalities, right. Jimmy, and they're great. Because I got three kids. I got three little girls. Seven, yeah, five, awesome. and three. And that is that is so awesome, Jimmy. I wouldn't. I, I don't have any children. I'm and, still and, single. And, and Jimmy's like, yes. I don't know. Well, Jimmy, I'm Jimmy. such a catch. I'd hate to give this away to the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I, oh, dude. The, no, the kids are phenomenal. And uh, yeah, I've been married for nine years. So he's new. He's new with the, the marriage. You like it's it? Good. You're doing the right thing. I do. Yeah. You still enjoy it? Yeah. Of course. How'd you, you know? How'd you know? Are you saying that like I, I don't love it? No, no, no. I'm okay. saying married guys in general. How'd you know she was the one? You just kind of knew. Yeah, you know, it's it's something, um, there was a long time where I was single and just dating around, you know, never wanted to get serious with anybody, and then she, she was the first girl that uh, I started dating and, and, you know, was totally into getting serious with, and we just, we, we hit it off. She actually, she trains, she's had a oh, couple amateur kickboxing fights. Is that what you met? Oh, that's cool. Uh, well, we met through a cousin of mine at one of my victory parties, and... Uh, well, that gives you confidence yeah. to talk to her. <laughs> that gives you oh it's no, my girl she, how you doing you're at my victory party she actually had a boyfriend up. that at the time yeah yeah she had a boyfriend we like we met there and then uh, i saw her at another family party of mine yeah and she was single then and then yeah, we started yeah. talking how long after you met because that's always encouraging to me the girl can have a boyfriend you still have a shot some down the road yeah. was it within a year she, oh yeah uh, she had she had like broken up with him like the the following month or something like that a couple weeks after yeah. that, when you're party. compatible you're compatible and you know i just keep thinking the special someone uh, that they're in the wrong place <laughs> i'm looking in all the wrong locations yeah. it's when you're not looking that's when they come that's they when say you that them. but i say that and then no one shows up i try not looking and people are like oh thank god this creeps out on the fucking prowl anymore <laughs> It never works. I thought I was going to do that, and it just hasn't happened. So I have to keep looking. What are you in New York for, by the way? Uh, are you just doing press just for, just for, for 205? For yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're going to be there? Yeah, I'll be there. Nice. What do you yeah. think of the division the way it is now? Which division? The Featherweight. Featherweight? Yeah. I, I think we need to kind of figure out what the hell's going on. Right. You know, McGregor it's needs- been a year. Yeah. McGregor needs to either come back down or stay 55, or you know, I don't know what's going to happen. And what do you think about that fight this weekend with him and Eddie? I think, I think it's a great fight. Eddie is- uh, I mean, he's been on a roll. He's been tearing people up. He's tough as nails. Style-wise. Um, 
I think it's a bad style for McGregor. Any mm. any of those strong wrestlers that that have good striking uh, is going to be a bad matchup for him. Yeah. You know, especially if it goes into the later rounds. Hey man, they talk about that a lot with the later rounds with him. They do. I mean, he did. I mean, you know, do you blame the gassing on the fact that everybody's saying Diaz was that much bigger? They're saying all that, or do you? He did. I mean, they were both really tired, but the fact that he won a five round decision is still really impressive because I, I, no one put money thinking Conor was going to win a five round decision. There's no hmm. one thought that. I mean, I see. I think I think I hate the guy. I, every time I say, I got to speak my mind. I thought he lost though. I thought I thought Diaz won three rounds of two, but it was close. It was yeah. a good fight though. It was. Good. Hey, listen, not for nothing. There was times when they were both kind of like, we kind of was just walking away from him. Like, no, no, see yeah. from that moment, he was like, I, enough. Oh of no, he had to make yeah, up some ran, space. Ran, yeah, yeah, he literally, did, right? Oh no, literally turned his back and and I mean, he had to make some space between him and uh, and uh, and Nate. But the and but in all fairness, everybody's always like, oh, he went up to one seventy. Nate is. A Nate's a 55 He's a 55 yeah. and let's call it that. He fought at his walking It's kind of probably. bullshit. It's not like he's in there fighting Tywin Woodley, man. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? He's not fighting Wonderboy, a guy who's a true fucking welterweight. He's fighting a guy that's 155, man. Most of Diaz's fights were at 155, and, mm-hmm. and he went up once in a while, kicked some ass, or he lost at 170. He wasn't. He didn't, it's not like he went up there and he you know, won every match, but he fucked some people up. Diaz is, could fight at any weight and do well, but... But he's a 155er. Well, if Connor you know? wins, then what does he do? If he loses, he probably just drops right back down, and then the next fight is against Aldo. But what does he What does he do if he wins? Does he stay up there? Does he fucking come back down and, and defend the featherweight belt? That's a good question. That sucks for you guys, because the, the whole division's been tied uh, yeah, for a year. Yeah, that's the whole thing. And, and I heard some rumors that he's going to step away from the sport if he wins on Saturday night. Well, I think they bit. would have to strip They'll like, strip him. The, yeah, they, they have to strip him. I mean, how long could you really, you know... Uh, how many times have they said they're going to strip him, though, you know, and it hasn't yeah. happened? Yeah, but after a year, it's like, I mean, it's just, I mean, poor Aldo. I actually feel bad for Aldo. It's like, after I mean, they did offer him a shot to fight him after, what was it, the first? Uh, yeah, but I mean, just the guy might have, wasn't ready. He might have, well, he might have been injured, or he might have, who knows what he, you know, he, you want a camp to go in. I never, when people say, and it's not you, Jimmy, but when people say, well, they did offer him that fight, it's like, yeah, but. You know, you want to go yeah. in there. You just lost on 13 sure. seconds. Oh, you yeah, want to yeah. go in there and make sure you're able to fuck this guy up. This guy had a camp, and now you're going to take it off the couch, or you're taking it not nearly 100%. No one's going to hear that. No one's going to want to hear that if it doesn't go your way. Right. They're going to say, oh, look, he lost again. And you're going to be like, fuck. So I think he feels he's going to get that fight again, so why should he rush it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I hope he does. And I hope, and I hope he does, too. How do you feel you match up with Connor? I couldn't fight him. I, oh, oh, I'm sorry, sorry Jimmy. Sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant, <laughs> yeah, I I meant Ricardo. <laughs> Man, you know, being a fighter, you ask a fighter that question, what are yeah. they going to say? Like, oh, it's no, I don't think I could do it. Like, I, I feel oh, like I match up well with anyone. No, you know? 100%. But styles um, make fights. So it's like, you might feel, hey, listen, I he I could fuck him in this. <laughs> I could, I, I, I fuck him up. I talk too much like I'm on the fucking, <laughs> like we're on the barstool. But I feel I could screw, I could get him, he could be screwed in this area with me. I feel I got him out, out, out gunned in this area. Like you feel your style. I mean, of course you feel confident you're a fighter and you're in it to win it. Uh, you feel you match up well, though. You feel yeah, I do. You know, I think he's got great striking. He's, he's very unorthodox. He's very pinpoint accurate yes. with, uh, with his punches and all that. But, you know, I'm one of those guys that can take punishment and keep keep coming and I don't get flustered. You know, like you saw in my fight with Oliveira, he was, yeah. you know, he was on top. He was thrown in a bunch of submissions. Hold, and that wasn't the first fight that I've been in where I've been in a bad position and come back and, and won to later. Win. Yeah. So uh, I'm just one of those guys. I'm, I'm a stubborn son of a bitch, man, you know. And when, when I have my mindset to do something, I, there's really nothing that could stop me. I like that. 
Yeah. That's a fighter. See, that's how a fighter talks. Just the opposite. Well, <laughs> the minute I meet resistance, I throw my hands up <laughs> okay. and I fucking moonwalk out the door. <laughs> yes. I'm finished. What are you doing here in the city? Uh, I haven't really been doing much, man. I, I got in yesterday and I'm just hanging out. We also have, uh, there's a UFC gym convention going on that, that I'm going to be attending also um, later tonight and, you know, whenever I have free time, whenever I'm not doing stuff with the UFC, so. They got you lined up with a bunch of stuff? Yeah, UFC, I got, I'm doing, well, it's like fun stuff, you know, I get to do a ride with Harley tomorrow. Oh, and then, oh you uh, ride the bike? Yeah, I ride. So uh, when you went to Mexico, you have family there, obviously, had you visited or no? The the family I have there is is kind of distant, like you know, like cousins of my mom, stuff like that. Um, but in Mexico City, uh, I didn't have any. They're all in Monterey. So my la- when I fought in Monterey, I got to <clears throat> sorry, I got to meet a lot of family for like the first time. It was cool. Do you worry about security at all there? It's a little a little scary, right? Oh yeah, we got uh, you know we, we're assigned bodyguards when we drive out. There's like a a truck behind us with dudes with machine guns on the oh, back, shit. like following us around. Yeah, it's serious over there. Okay, so they had they had guys to just to yeah. make sure no shenanigans yep. took place. And it sounds like a stupid question, but what do you do about the water? Just drink bottled water and everything? Bottled water with everything. And I learned not to, to ask for no ice in my drinks because I, I got Montezuma's Revenge a couple times. Did you? Oh, yeah. How bad is that? It's bad. Like a week just... Shit, sh- pissing? pissing out of my ass. Wow. I, 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 I did, Sounds like me on a regular... <laughs> Sounds like me on a regular day, but go ahead. I did uh, a pilots for MTV in 2003. They were not good. And one, they were both shot in Cancun for spring break. And on one of them, I had done great. I was drinking only water out of the bottle. And on one of them, I had uh, I had a cappuccino the night before, not thinking that that's made with fucking water. Uh-huh. And, and this one was an outdoor game show I was hosting, oh, no. sitting in 110 degrees with the lights of the camera crew oh, sh- and I was running to a public bathroom in Cancun oh. shitting like a fucking animal. Oh. Horrible. That's horrible. A horrible no, feeling. I don't like that. No, I didn't care for it at all. So I have not been back to Mexico in 13 Yeah, and years. when I fight, I mean, I even brush my teeth with bottled water. I don't even yeah. take chances. Screw with that, man. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with that. Yeah, that's the last thing. What would they do if you had that before? I used to have to drop out of the fight. Or you just fight and make it miserable mm. for everybody. Yeah. Maybe. I think it has happened to some fighters before. There's the the first Mexico uh, City card I fought on. One of the guys on the other card, like, shit his pants. You can I see think, it. I think Charles Oliveira should have fucking <laughs> had the fucking... <laughs> Mama fucking yeah, son of revenge. Montezuma. Mama who? Montezuma. 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 It's not Mama? From the halls of Montezuma. Oh, Montezuma. Yeah, it's a song. Yeah, the fucking... He should have got the Montezuma revenge. <laughs> you know, he would have made weight, Maybe probably. he should have shit out that fucking nine pounds. Yeah. All right. Anyway. I think today was a good episode. I thought today was great. I'm so happy Ricardo came to hang out. Yeah, Cloud man. nine. Look at him. Look how happy. That's the look yeah, of a winner. Look happy. It's the look of a winner. <laughs> you look really Look pleased. of a winner, man. He's not, I'll tell you, he's not looking like that right now. Charles, Charles Oliveira. <laughs> yeah. He's going, porra. Yo, porra. Did, did, he re- did, he res- did he resist the idea of giving up 30% or he knew that was it or he wouldn't fight? No, he and he was actually very apologetic. He oh. came up to me a few times and apologized for not making weight and all that. Yeah. So. Hey, I'm sorry I didn't cool. make weight. I'm yeah. going to try to kill you being a lot heavier. I'm going to be locked in a cage, and I'm so sorry, but now I got nine pounds extra. I'm going to try to fucking use against you when I try to strangle you. Fuck that. No, don't get me wrong. And I like the guy, and I like his coach, too. Right. His coach is up. His coach is uh, uh, Makako. He's Makako. An old, that's an yeah. old school motherfucker right yeah. there. That's, that's Fought like from heavyweight fuck. all the way down oh, to yeah. he used 155. To fight in, he used to fight in Brazil, his instructor. Um, I think it's Jorge, Jorge uh, Patadino or something, but it's, I'm going to fucking destroy his name, but his nickname was Macaco. And, uh, 
he was a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter, and uh, he used to have a bunch of, he used to have the, uh, big fights, like, I don't know if he had a trilogy with uh, Pele. Pele. Jose yeah. Lande. I don't know, see, I know the nicknames. Pele, but what the fuck, Jose Landy? Landy? I don't know his name I mean, either. Right, but you know Pele. Yeah, I know Pele. Pele Macaco, and that guy was, um, he was almost like an Anderson Silva type Build Heavy kicker and big, yeah, Muay Thai fighter, and uh, they used to have a nice feud going, some good classic fights. <laughs> Jimmy, just give me some history. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> and right. I'm thinking heavy kicker when, when you fought. I think you fought. Uh, it was a five round decision with Aldo, and uh, he obviously kicked you. Uh, is there anybody that kicks harder than him? Um, I've been kicked harder than him. I don't know, like that. His kicks didn't affect me that much. I had a nice welt on my leg after the fight. It was big, yeah. but uh, I was I wasn't limping and I was I was moving fine in the fifth round. I remember the fifth round. You were coming back, no? Yeah, if I remember correctly. I, I, I ended I up I ended the fight on top of yes. him dropping some elbows and yeah. stuff, but it was just too little, too, too late. Too little, too late, man. But it does show that you were still looking the fucking fight. Yeah. You know, some guys they get mentally out. They didn't think they lost, and they just fucking ride that shit out, all depressed. Thinking I, I lost this, but hey, man, you always got to shot the fucking end that thing in there. And yeah. uh, and, and that was the, was the main event, uh, Uriah um, Henenbrow. Uriah and Burrell. Was that a, ch- a title fight? Yes. It was okay. So we, uh, oh yeah, Burrell was the champion. Yes. Okay, because I was like, why would you guys be the co-main if that was a title fight? Okay, that makes mm-hmm. sense. There right. we are. All right, Jimmy well, Ricardo. What thank do we got you the very plug? much. Yeah, Ricardo, you, you, plug got some, you have Twitter or something to tell people where they can follow you. Yeah, follow me on uh, Twitter, Instagram at Ricardo Lamas MMA. Yes. By the way, did you like that movie? Did you I like love this movie. You see, he's got a shirt going on. Yes. The Kumite, <laughs> the, the finale, it says. The grand finale of the Kumite right. with Frank Dukes versus... Uh, Chong Lee. Chong Lee. Wow, 1988. That's a great shirt. It is. It like is. a throwback. Is that Me, an original or a throwback shirt? No, this is a throwback shirt. Are you a big uh, John claude fan? Uh, when I was a kid, me yeah. and my brother used to watch yeah. these movies all the time. Me too. Kickboxer. Kickboxer, Lionheart. Even, uh, was it Cyborg? Universal the Soldier. Cyborg? Oh, is it called? oh, that's what it's called. What the fuck is Cyborg? Cyborg. I know what Cyborg is, but that's what it was. Universal Soldier. Universal Why the Soldier. fuck am I calling? Because they were Cyborgs. They, yeah. There you go, yeah, Jimmy. Something like that. I knew it was something. Jimmy He's like you and your fucking stupid <laughs> nah, movies. Please. Bruce Lee and Van Damme, man. Those were like the only movies we watched growing up. Fuck yeah. Bruce Lee, I think, holds up more than Van Damme, though, as far as his reputation oh, is yeah. concerned. Yeah, of course. What happened to Van Damme? Was that the one that Chuck... Uh, oh, God, who's the biker? Fucking scary Chuck Zito, guy. Chuck Zito. Buddy of mine. Yeah. Punched him in the face. It was, right? Where he Punched Van Damme in the face? In the yeah, club. in the store strip scores in the bathroom. I think he said he had no heart. That's why. I think he said that to Chuck. He said, "Why would you say that Chuck fucking?" I'll get Chuck Zito on here anytime you want. You're friends with him? I've I've met him and I we've got, talked. I uh, like Zito a lot. He's a very nice guy. Yes, he very is. Very nice guy. Hell's Angels guy, and he was in Sons of Anarchy. Yes, he yeah, was. yeah. yeah but it. he's he's yeah. like a legit actor too. He's in Oz, I think. Yeah. Like he, he yeah. really moved from being a biker into into like legitimate acting. And he's a huge, cool. huge uh, MMA fan and UFC yeah, fan. Yeah, that's where I sat with him. And it was so weird. I sat next to him. He's a big dude, mm. and I sat next to him. And, you know, he's a guy. He's one of those guys that keeps his like legs open so he's comfortable. And I'm all squished up in my chair. And <laughs> said nothing. And your legs just, just, yeah. I said nothing. Just let him have his space. Yeah, nice. yeah Chuck, you relax. Super nice guy. Yes, he is. I I always like talking to him. Yeah, he's a big, he got big fucking mitts on. Him. Like, yeah. oh god, that would yeah. hurt to get. Slapped. He's a guy that if he was younger, he would have probably did some fighting. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of guys look at it like, fuck, I wish I could have gotten Well, a lot him. of like older tough guys like, oh, fine. Yeah. Being a Hells Angel, I'm sure, you probably did yeah. plenty of fighting on his exactly. own. Exactly. And it's one of those things where, oh, that would have been my calling, but yeah. I'm too old. Yeah, those guys are legitimately frightening. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Jimmy Norton. Hey, man, Jimmy, what are you going to plug? Just, uh, I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale. I got a bunch of gigs, Saratoga Springs, Hartford, Connecticut, 
and Doylestown, Pennsylvania, all before I shoot my special December 17th. I'm going to that, bro. Yeah, yeah I know you are. I'm happy you're coming um, here in New York. I'm That'll sure be you're... my night out with the wife. So, yeah, just come. I'm going to bring her. You know, can I have a plus one? Can I bring my wife? You certainly can. Thank you. And, Don't um, embarrass me and call me up on stage. Just say hello to me. I would. I'll just break at you. I'll do one of these. Like people do in politicians. They always point at someone in the crowd. Yeah. Who the fuck are they pointing at? Uh, you don't got to acknowledge 10,000 people there. bullying you. But I do, I do want to I do want to go there. And is, is Sam Roberts going? Yes, he is. Are you going to give him better seats than me? No. I'm not making it competitive. No. It's my, my radio partner, Sam Roberts. <laughs> he's <laughs> a good guy. Stick him in the back. Okay, I like Sam. Yeah. I, I can't right. wait to do that show again. And me, I got nothing to plug, but UFC Unfiltered. That's right, and people. I don't. I shouldn't be plugging that because people are listening already. And watch the pay per view this uh, Saturday. Yes, night. I mean, are you, you kidding you, me? You already know that, but watch it. I'm going to the weigh-ins Friday. I'm, I'm so happy that this I, is finally I, happening. I'm so excited, and of course, everybody, Dana White looking for a fight. Check that out on YouTube. It's fun. There's hijinks. There's fights, and there's good times. See you soon. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, Ricardo. Thank Thanks you for buddy. having me on, guys. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice.